Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, a This Country podcast. I'm Pavo, and let me introduce the man who loves his orange squash so much it makes him sick. But don't worry, because you can punch him for a fiver or three for a tenner. It's Neil. Um, I'll drink the orange squash. I'll pass on the punches. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah. It depends who's... Well, unless we can change the punches to slaps and I can choose the people that are slapping. It might not even be anything to do with you. Well, As with slugs, he never really had a choice. Okay. It's all about... Raising money for charity. <laughs> it's another thing where you're going to tie me up. Oh. And punch you repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> you love it. Mm. So, yeah, so we're going to have a little bit of a different uh, thing. From next week, we're going to start recapping Series 2. We are. Um, the glorious Series 2, I happen to say. Yeah. Um, but as a little sneaky thing in between, we're going to do a full recap the whole three minutes and I think 21 seconds of the Comet Relief skit that they did. Absolutely. Now, the first question I want to ask you, where do you stand on Comet Relief? Um, I used to quite enjoy watching it. But it's I, been going for 30 years now, isn't it? Wow. 1988 was the first It always used year. to be in a lot, like, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was the Policeman's Ball, I'm thinking of, where it was live on stage. The very first one they ever did... Was live on stage, was live it? on stage, because they did a live album of it, which I can remember. That's right. Howard Jones did, like, a a cappella version of Life in One Day. Because I always remember... Her, it... His backing singers going... And they did a live version of Living Doll. With That's Cliff right, and they the young did. Ones. And, and also Frank Bruno with, with Lenny, Henry, Lenny Henry, the Romeo and Juliet. That was the very first one. Right. And then I think they sort of saw that it worked as a... in in um, What's that called? Quotation marks, yeah. live show. But then they did like this telethon kind of thing, didn't they? That's now, right. I'm pretty sure that the British one happened before the American one, because American had their own... Comic relief, didn't they? They did. I think. I think it was the British one first, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it stemmed from the P- Secret Policeman's Ball. I think that's where the idea originally came from, wasn't it? Because that was a charity thing. Yeah, but I think no. I think it was. It 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 was 
the com- the comedy version of Live Aid, wasn't it? Yeah. It was all done through Bob Geldof and That's right. and uh, like say Sport Aid was the sport version mm. and this was all it was all the follow on from from Band Aid and then Live Aid in nineteen eighty five, I think it yeah, was. It was yeah, it was eighty five the Wembley concert, wasn't it? And so eighty six would have been eighty six or eighty seven that they well, did. I think it was eighty six that they 80s, did. Well that single oh, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I bought that single. Which one? The, Live in Dull. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. <laughs> I did as well. Didn't have a didn't have a Neil song on the on the, on the reverse, reverse, yeah. But it wasn't I can't remember which one it was. It was one of it's a cover version, wasn't it? I can't remember. Let's have a look at that. I can't remember or whether I'm, I'm mixing it up with Hole in My Shoe. With Hurdy Gurdy. Hurdy My Shoe Man. man. <laughs> Which is just great. So, yeah, so that's that's where it all sort of stemmed from. And I'm I'm like you. I used to... It used to be every couple of years, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't every year. Which is not now, is it? No, but now all of a sudden... That was in a, or maybe it was 89. Or maybe it was 87. No, it's got to be 86 or 87. That sort every, of time. It's every odd year. Yeah. That they've done it. I'm sure it is. Because it, it was 2017. I'm sure it's... Maybe it was 87 that it actually um, happened. Then it was 86 maybe for the... Um... But didn't they do it for a while where it was every year for a little while? I'm sure they did for a little bit. I'm not sure. I'm absolutely positive. For a little bit, they... they it, it, it was every year. And then Sport Relief came round. And then it became that one year and that the other. But you can you can't sort of tell the difference now. Because no. even though it's sport relief, they end up getting all the comics in because they know how boring sportsmen are. I mean, I've never been a big fan. Again, it's never been a big fan of like telethons. But then I used to watch Children in Need when I was younger every yeah, year and well, stay up late and mm. and stuff. But I, I watched. It got to a certain point of my life that watching newsreaders do Greece and stuff oh, like that became it just cringing, wasn't it? But also. I know it's all for a good cause, and it's great that they raise the money in whatever way they raise the money, but I always found it a bit problematic that we'd all be laughing. Well, not so much nowadays, but back then we were laughing. And then you'd suddenly intercut with this piece to camera, and it was all suddenly serious. And I don't know why, but it, it just it became problematic for me to see that. I don't, it just, I don't know. But then it's supposed to be. Isn't it? It's yeah, not all, it's supposed to make you stop and think. And it is supposed to make you stop and think, but pocket. it just made me. Is it wrong that it made me feel it uncomfortable? Is, you absolute bastard! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're there, sort of. Let's have a great time, and then oh, here's old Annette over the road there, who's lost all her limbs, and we got a helper. And then next up is Chris Evans <laughs> and running around naked, and you're like, oh. yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, but I mean, I can always remember being big a big, like, Vic and Bob fan. Mm. And I can remember staying up till, like, 11 o'clock or whatever it was because Vic and Bob had their little spot on there. And it was rubbish. Was that the one when they just downed the pints? I can't remember what they did, but I was so disappointed. Mm. But then again, you've got five minutes to do something. Yeah, yeah. And that's I think that's the problem is because you would end up... People that you liked would, would turn up, and I mean, I remember Alan Partridge did quite a funny bit on there. He one did. Year. He came out and co sort of hosted for yeah, a bit, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, and then, so so there have been good bits. Oh no, there's uh, and to be fair, the James Corden bit when he got everybody together was quite funny. Yeah, yeah, he did well on that, and because <laughs> that was when the original carpool karaoke was on wasn't it and he uh, was yeah. george michael the george michael one yeah. and he made george michael wait in the That's car it. yeah yeah because was... he was going to be an embarrassment yeah. <laughs> so um there so, are bits but now i don't know it uh, th- th- again there's little bits that are quite amusing in it but it's not something i 
purposely sit down and watch. No, I I haven't for years. No, because uh, it used to be it used to be great because they used to have different themes, didn't they? And then you'd mm. get different kind of red noses. And That's it. Red noses for your car and all of those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, and that, everything came out, didn't it? Yeah, you used to go. Um, I used to buy like a red nose every year. I used to buy, um, which Kerry is wearing, like the. What oh, the, the uh, hair sort of grip thing with the bobbles on the top. They had a specific name. My God, how can I not remember what the name were? Name, name, well, what the name were? Not that they were, right? I can't remember what they, were, what they were called. Please, anybody that's listening, what were the things called? That Like a headband with the... the Springy bobbles. Springy on. bobbles on. Like, why can't I... Rem- yeah. Anyway, they're showing our age now. Email us. Remember. Email yeah. us. WTAF this country at hotmail.com with the name of those goddamn things. Yeah. I can't believe that I can't remember what they were. Do we, 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 not weebles, that's, that's, that's a toy. <laughs> Weeble wobbles that they, they don't, don't fall, fall down. down. Um, but anyway, the reason that we're talking about Comet Relief and is the fact that last year, um, this country were asked to do and to contribute. Yeah, and do a little skit, I suppose. Yeah, and it? it was quite nice because it fitted in with finding out what these two, what Kerry and Curtin would do for Comet Relief. And it was not, I mean, we had a, a few of the characters in, not many. You had Slugs and the Vicar, really, and obviously Kerry and Curtin, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Which was nice to see them again. And, uh, yeah, well, we'll go through it, won't we? Let's we go. will. Um, so did you... You obviously didn't see it on the night, because I didn't see it on the I night. Did, no, I didn't. It was something I, I had to catch up at the following day, when it, probably on YouTube, like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was amusing the first time I saw it. And talking from a... A purely sort of selfish this country fan point of view, it's great exposure for the show. It is because there are people that are going to be watching that that would never have heard of. I mean, mm. again, it still boggles my mind that people haven't heard of this country. Ah, this, this brings me to mind. Now, you know what my day job is. I'm busy driving around, help delivering stuff, and. Um, there's an old, older people's place. I won't say where they are. And she's, uh, she told me that, that she's 87. And we're chatting away. And she said, "Have you watched this country?" And I said, "Yeah." As a matter of fact, got chatting. I love it. I absolutely love it. So there, there's the demographic from teenagers right up to well, that's the oldest person I know of, 87, who was loving so it. You... Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, I. I told her about us seeing. Um, I told her. I told her about. Obviously, we do a podcast. She didn't know what a podcast was. Bless her. Right. So you didn't get her to whip out her iPhone then. Well, I don't know whether she actually had an iPhone, but I was trying to explain to her that you download it from the internet, and she was saying, "Oh, what? Like the iPlayer and all of this?" And I said, "No, no, no." It took a while to explain. And then I said, just think of radio on the internet. That's the easiest way. And she said, "Oh, I don't look at the internet very much." <laughs> But she's 87, you've got to forgive her, but she is watching this country, so yeah. I can't criticise her for that. So um, I've emailed all... Not emailed, I've written a letter, because obviously uh, emails don't come from her, to all of her family out of her address book saying, you must subscribe to our <laughs> podcast. No, you haven't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Forged her handwriting and signatures. No, but I just thought it was really sweet that she was um, yeah, just saying how much she enjoyed it and... She she loved the bit of blue. Did she? Yeah, the the swearing made her laugh, and she's got a proper real Gloucestershire accent as well. And it just all fitted the way she was. Curtain, mm. the curtain makes me laugh, and his hair. 
Well, when, when, as we're recording this, I'm singing at the weekend, and I'm singing at Fairford Bowls Club this weekend. Ah, so I'll have to have go. a look and see where the curtains take working. some Take some nice pictures I everywhere. I will take some nice pictures. Yeah. So that'll be really uh, the first time I've been there since they've obviously used the place mm. for... Uh, well, I, I did uh, deliver to somebody near there, and they were talking about that, and how they, they were filming them really nice, and mm. people, the film crew were ever so friendly, and uh, yeah... So it'll be interesting to see what you pictures you get. Okay, so the Comet Relief uh, 2017, um, like I say, it's only about, it's just over, well, just under th- about three and a half minutes long. Yeah, and uh, for anybody listening to this who hasn't watched it, where have you been? But you can watch it on YouTube. Just get it up on YouTube and you'll be able to see it. You can. I mean, we'll probably put the uh, the link in the show notes. I'm sure we can, yeah. yeah. So the, it starts off with uh, Kerry and Curtin. So Kerry's got the... The, the Weebles. On a, I'm going to call a, them Weebles from now. We'll like call it Weebles, but I'm sure that somebody out there will be able to tell us exactly what it is. Um, and then Sue McClough is shouting and, and just saying that, you know, you know yeah. I love the fact that it's always that, I think uh, Paul Barnes did a, a really good, like, mashup of all the different Kerrys, because it's never just once. And, I, and I'm sure there are plenty of people that... that um, I've had that happen when you're trying to talk to your parents or your parents are talking to you and they don't hear you all the time and it's, what? <laughs> and you just keep have to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. That's the bit that I find really funny. Well, it's, it's also like when we were probably teenagers, your mum would shout up the stairs and we'd probably be exactly the same, what? Yeah. And now we're doing it probably with our kids. When mm. we're shouting up to them and they're like, what? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, um, Kerry's mum is trying to explain to her that she's got to remember that the Comet Relief people are coming for an interview and basically just Kerry keeps saying, well, they're already here, they're already here. So that's the upshot of the first scene. I was going to say as well, with Kerry's mum, now obviously we all know that that is um, Daisy doing the voice, but do you think, like, going forward in, like, the special that's coming or the the Series 3, that we get a glimpse of Kerry's mum? Now, I'm not saying facially, a bit like Tom and Jerry with... (laughs) I think that could be exactly how they do it. That's how they should do it, I think. I think just, um, yeah, like the slabs of lunch and meat, whatever it was yeah. that, that um, Curtin called her feet. That's but it. Just, yeah, some kind of little thing like that. You know, like the, like we said, the maid with the stockings, mm. all you ever saw was the feet. That would be, I think that would work really well. I personally. think so. So we, then we see um, Reverend Seaton, Francis Seaton, all uh, cleanly shaved. Yes. And um, he was saying about how the, the Comet Relief always works really well in the village. Uh, he'd done a sponsored shave. Uh, so he looks all nice and clean, which is obviously the way you see him in Series 2. Yeah. As well. So, Vicar, beard or no no beard? Um, this goes out to Paul if he's listening to this. I don't know. I, I kind of like the beard. It did suit him, didn't I it? I kind of like the beard. Yeah, it's it going to be interesting to see because uh, if anybody else hasn't doesn't follow uh, Paul Shahidi on uh, on Twitter, he's just been cast in the Sky um, Britannia program Britannia, mm. which um, I'm not sure. He has said that it won't affect Series Three or the specials. So that's great. So. Um, because as we'll talk about in a second when we're talking about series two, that it's, mm. he was one of the standouts, top, wasn't he? top dogs yeah. of series two, without a doubt. Um, so yeah, so nice clean shaved vicar. Um, you can't beat that, can you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Kerry and Curtin, um, they were talking about how they um, they like 
comic relief, but they've tried it before in the village and they were trying mm. to feed the homeless. Well, it's, it's the way they say fundraising. Sometimes there's too much fundraising. <laughs> and they go into So automatically they're dissing what they're about to try and do. Exactly. Themselves. But they tell the story about Frank who had 30 volunteers for the Christmas <laughs> meal um, and there's just one homeless guy in the village. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sat with 30 people watching him. Yeah. Felt very self-conscious. So when they found him later on in the, in the village, he was uh, eating a banana skin out of a bin because that was sort of like how he felt comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact is, right, it's a banana skin. Yeah. I've never seen anybody apart from Kevin Spacey in K-Packs eat a banana skin. You know, I've it's one of those jokes that I've actually seen, like, carry on. Mm. have used that joke twice. They used it in Carry On Cleo. Right. Not carry, yes, Carry On Cleo, and then the the rather disappointing Carry On Columbus. Which I don't remember at no, all. No, but it's both exactly the same joke, where they said to somebody, oh, look at this, and they're going, what is that? Goes, it's a banana. So he takes a bite of the whole banana without peeling it, and they go, no, 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 you're supposed to peel it and take the inside out. So they peel it, take the inside oh, out, right. throw the inside away, and then eat the skin. Right. And they go, oh, yeah, that's much better. And they use exactly the same joke oh, in Carry On Columbus. I don't remember that joke at all. Yeah. So there you go. So that's where I've seen somebody eat a banana skin before. <laughs> there you go. Um, right. So then uh, Carrie and Curtin are in the village square, uh, the marketplace with their buckets. Yep. And to be honest, I don't know whether I'm being ageist or whatever, but if I saw them shaking um, buckets asking for money, I wouldn't put any money No, because to be fair, they're little scallies, aren't they, They from the village. So people would know them and think, well, this is probably a load of bollocks. We're not going to put any money in their tin because it would go straight in their pockets. And Curtin just looks weird because his hair's really short. Well, he's obviously out of filming, isn't he? Yeah. And anybody knows Charlie, obviously his hair's not like that in real life. And then it's like they've really had to try and force Curtin's... In there, I mean, look, I would take that hairstyle a, m- <laughs> a million times over. I'd love to see you in curtains. Oh, I'd have to see if I can get a wig. I'd have to. <laughs> um, right, so then then they start accosting Len, um, and Len is just head down. Makes me laugh, the way he walks. He's not, he's got, he doesn't he even su- answer him, does he? He suddenly speeds up. Yeah. He suddenly speeds up. But then they've got him trapped in a phone box. And I love the way that Curtin says, right now, son. He says, come on, son. You know, I'm not letting you out until you give us some money. <laughs> um, and I don't think, do you hear Len? You hear answer? something, but I'm not sure if it's Len or something. No. Yeah. No. Um, okay, so then the vicar said that they've got an idea for Kerry Curtin and that sometimes that their fundraising can be a little bit... Um, can't remember the word that he said, but it can be a little bit boisterous, their fundraising. So he's had an idea of, with Michael, so with Slugs, slugs I should say, um, they're going to have an orange squash stall outside Kerry's mum's house. Um, <laughs> I can remember now, whether it was the Series 2 preview showing or when, but they were, but, but Mike, uh, Michael Sleggs was talking about Filming, he did it on our on the podcast. Was it our podcast? Yeah, yeah. He, he spoke about how that he drank so much he had to go off and be sick. But he had his microphone still yeah. on, and everybody could hear him being sick. sick. <laughs> see, that's the sort of thing you want to see as a as a blooper. You want to hear him That'd just just, just being being you know being sick. Um, right. So then, obviously, the whole outfit doesn't work because Slugs is just drinking all of the 
Yeah. He really does golf it as he well, does. though, doesn't he? he? Does. He's properly... And then he does that classic... <sighs> yeah. But he also, like, he's halfway through drinking and he, he looks at Kerry and does the double take. Um, and Kerry is saying that this just isn't working. And because... he does that funny burp as well. <laughs> when nothing comes out, he just... <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Kerry and Curtin have obviously got this this idea now to that they can make some money. And you see Len um, get into the front of this queue where he says, is this where you can go to, to punch slugs? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's £5 or 3 for a tenner. But she, he has to get to the back of the queue and there's a bike. There must be about 10 or 15 10, people, 10, 15 people yeah. in, the, in the line. Um, and I love the fact the that... the fact there's kids in the line, yeah. that's what I mean. There's all about that Kerry is then just up on the slope of the garden, uh, tying, <laughs> tying <laughs> Slugs' hands behind his back. And I do think that there's a slight... I think um, Slugs breaks. Oh, what, a corpse? Slightly, just slightly. Oh, you, really? you can just see... I'm going to have to have a look again. I didn't yeah. notice. Um, so yeah, so then it goes back to the uh, the vicar for the final scene, and um... Kerry's introduction. Vicar, you're going to cack your <laughs> pants. <laughs> Look at all this money we got. So um, from yeah, when she, she says from you know, from selling orange uh, orange squash, and then of course the, he drops the bombshell. He says, "Where's Michael?" And it's this <laughs> which Michael? Yeah, it follows him out as such a. Yeah. And then you hear, it goes dark, doesn't it? And you hear the voices still carrying yeah, on. Yeah, so it's, oh, he's in hospital. And, which and, hospital? Which hospital? And then Curtin just has that resignation of, oh, like, oh, we're going to be told <laughs> off now. Um, and then it finishes with a, a couple of texts up on the screen. And the final one is doctors say they hope that Michael slugs, slug it, will make a full recovery from his injuries. And it says first, uh, first off that Comet Relief bears no. Yes, so I do not condone the, the, the actions, the actions of, of Kerry and Curtin Butler. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's it. So it was, it's a really nice little. Um, it's not just one scene. It's you know, it's a quite nice little sketch yeah. if you want. It to call is a it sketch. It's a, yeah, it just fits perfectly in the universe, doesn't it? It, just, it does. You know, if it's a DVD extra, it'd be more than happy to switch it on and have a little chuckle. Yeah. Would you like to see him do it again? Um. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, look, we want them just to concentrate on on doing the special, you know, getting the special sorted and getting yeah. the getting the third series sorted. And um, but the cha- I mean, it's a BBC thing, isn't it? So if they're asked, they'd probably be obligated uh, to do it. And so. again, it's good. It, it, you know, it's great publicity. Thing. It's great publicity and great exposure for the show. Um, but it's it's nice to get these. I mean, it's the same as with BBC Three releasing things like the deleted scenes. Mm. Um, I, w- I did watch the nine-minute video that's on YouTube of all the, the deleted, deleted scenes. Scene starts together. with um, Kerry and uh, Sophie, and um, talking about pizza, Curtin and Sophie. Cur- what did I say, Kerry? Kerry yeah. Sorry, Curtin and Sophie talking about the restaurant they want to yeah. go. Some of them you can see why they were. Yeah, deleted. there is one that always makes me chuckle. I'm not sure where it is on that video. Is when they, when Curtin's talking about his calendar. That's that is a great yeah. I, great. I just I think Sophie a... wants to come over tonight. And said that She's going to stay. Get, I've yeah. got to get rid of my Holly Oaks um, calendar because she doesn't like it. And then when I put it up, I don't know what the name of the actress was. No, <laughs> but he says, and then she starts having a go at me. She, she won't, I can't remember what the you need like. to see it. It's really funny. But it's really really good. I mean, that is a good bit. Um, so yeah, so that's the that's the comic relief episode. Now from next week, we're going to be recapping series two. So episode breakdown of the episode. Episode. Yep. So of course, as we should, we'll start with episode one. Yep. Which is 
random acts of kindness. It is. Um, which was one of the episodes that we got to see at the at the preview. We got uh, to see twice. twice. Yeah, which was so a it, real joy. It is the episode that we've we've both probably seen more than any of them. I'd say it is still because of the two that we saw on the same day. Um yeah. So if you have any favourite bits from uh, episode one of series two, Random Acts of Kindness, email us WTAF this country at hotmail.com uh, and we might read your little bits out. Well, you'll get a shout out if you do send there you it go, to us. There it's you always go. nice. Your name up in lights. So um, just generally talking about series two. Well, we won't go into any sort of plot or any sort of about the no, episode. No, no, no. But overall. I, want, I want to know like your but your thoughts of it was, generally of series two. It was. I would say it was a perfect move on. You know, so. It, Series one established, and you you got to know the characters, and was very very funny. Series two stayed very very funny, but it moved on. It brought a lot more heart, a lot more moving moments into it, um, almost shocking moments. Um, you know, one minute you're laughing, one minute you're getting your heart wrenched. So I think it moved the series on beautifully, and it just makes me feel happy for the third series, so the special and the third series. If they can regain that sort of momentum where they're moving it on, um, I think it's, yeah, I can't see anything but positivity coming our way. Mm, so, I think there was a lot more heart. There was. In, I'm not saying there wasn't any heart in series one. Well, there, I mean, there was heart in series one. Especially in, in the final episode, I think, in mm, GMVQ. But this was a lot more... It was a lot more in the forefront than it has been, you know, yeah. in the first series. It, it's there, you know, you can see... I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it. Right from the off, the first the first episode, it's got the bits in there, um, the, the random acts of kindness. Mm. I mean, it's got the heart there, and moving, wasn't it, in the series? Well, that, it really was. Like moving. I say, that's the thing that I think I find more striking about the first series and the second series was just how much more emotion. And I think that's because you care more for the characters. You know the characters more. Mm. Um, there are certain characters that you you have negative reactions to because of the actions that they take. Yeah. And you care more about the characters that you should care for. So I think it's it it was just I mean, I don't know how they can ramp that up anymore. It's it's well, what I meant was it's not so much as ramping it up, but obviously keeping the momentum going of of moving something on. When what a problem with the sitcom is when it becomes stayed, when it it becomes very much in its own thing. So they keep it keeping it going, but it's exactly the same and you mm. sort of get bored bored. So if you think go back to a favourite of ours was Blackadder. The first series, forget that. But the second series was great. And it moved on. Every series had the same sort of ethos to it, but it moved everything on and it kept it fresh. And that's what I that's what they've done with this country, especially seeing what the second series bought, and that's why I feel very optimistic for the special and the the third series. I, I just can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up there with everybody else. It can't come soon, soon enough. Absolutely. So, I mean, there was a, um, a newspaper report uh, that Daisy did when she was at the local theatre, the Barn Theatre, where she's now the, one of the ambassadors, that she said she'd like to... There's always been sort of talk of maybe doing a live version of it. How, what does that does that appeal to you? I think it could work really well. I think it could, if only if it was Daisy and Charlie. Well, it, yeah. Well, 
It would to me if it wasn't Daisy and Charlie, it would, the TV series would have to finish and then it would have to come back a bit like they did with L O L O sort of thing. Right, right. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's something that's gone away from the TV for a little while and then brought back for a stage show. Then it would probably be okay without. But if they were to do something live now with the third series, not saying they would, but if they were were to what to do like a live episode? You mean? No, they were talking about a live stage show of this country, wasn't she, in the interview? Did you read the interview with her? No, 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 I didn't. No. Oh, you need to read it. She said that it's always been like a thought that they would do a live a, like a live show of this country. And I oh, thought, right. well, it could work absolutely brilliantly. Well, it's not like they haven't done things like that before, like you say, with... Mm. Um, hello, uh, hello. Yeah, and they're always... I think they, some company did a Black Adder live show as well, didn't they? Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't an official official one, I don't think. Because they do a Faulty but, Towers, yeah. don't they, now, where you have the whole experience. Yeah, so you, you have a meal you have a first. Meal and, stuff. Yeah, yeah. and apparently that's brilliant. But, yeah, like I but, said, if anything like that at the moment, even after Series 3 has been, as long as it was Daisy and Charlie doing it live, then it, it would be very funny and interesting. I think that those kind of things only work if the people that... I mean, if you look at Faulty Towers, Manuel and Basil are so iconic. Mm. If you've got people that are even slightly off, it just like for me, I'd just take me out of it straight away. Yeah. If they were really, really good, you would get something. You, you'd into invest it. into it, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, if it wasn't going to be Daisy and Charlie, they'd have to be very, very good imitators. That's what I said. It would have to me. It would have to be that they did it a while after the TV show yeah, had finished. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be interesting. Is it? But then again, like I say, you've. I mean, I don't, you don't see it so much these days. Maybe it's because there are so many stand-up mm. comedians now out doing live shows. But I can remember going to see Smith and Jones live, and they you saw yeah, Matt Smith and yeah. Jones, and that was that was really good because they did they did sketches from there, like Morecambe and Wise used to yeah, do. Yeah. And the two I don't know the two Ronnies used to go out and do live shows only in the early days. Yeah, but yeah. they they used to just do sketches from their show like not the nine o'clock news yeah they went do, on tour didn't they and they, it used to be the stuff that they used to do monty python used to do that well life. they famously did yeah, it. yeah well, like hollywood bowl and, and yeah. but they used to just grab sketches from the tv and do them live on the stage well league of gentlemen yep still do it now. yeah i mean i don't know mighty boosh yeah alan partridge Although that was that wasn't really stuff that from wasn't the show. The, that was, no that was from the, that was a written thing a written thing but so you could see it could work with mm. Daisy and Charlie. It's just really whether they would want to do it. I mean, maybe if they did something like that as a as a charity thing, yeah, every once in a while because they're going to be busy with whatever they've got coming up in the future. Well, obviously at the moment they're busy writing. I'd imagine yeah, you would hope so. Yeah. Well, if they're not off, obviously, I think this weekend they're off. Um, Baftas. Baftas. Yeah. So well, when when you hear this on the Monday, hopefully. Daisy and Charlie will have two BAFTAs in their back pocket. Yeah, BAFTA, another two. The BAFTA-winning combo. Yeah. I mean, they've obviously already got... Uh, the breakthrough. Couple, yeah, the breakthrough one. Um, I think Daisy's up for best female comedy and uh, comedy artist. Yeah. And um, the show is up for best comedy script, isn't it? Comedy I think writing, so, I think. something like that. So they're up for two. I mean, it's going to be... They're up against... But then stuff. they said that with the breakthrough, didn't they? They're yeah. up against stuff and they won. So, but I, 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 I would love them to win it. But this I do will be—is this the te- the televised yes. masters? Yes, this will be because there's 
so many different categories now of BAFTAs, isn't there? But then this is the one that they, I mean, I think they're going to be up against Car Share, which, considering now that I think they've got one more episode after the special that was on, as we record this last night, which I didn't watch. So I yeah, they've got one that. more episode. So you sort of think, are they going to give it to them because so, it's? I'm just going about the Car Share. So there was an unscripted, wasn't it? It was called Car Share Unscripted. Yeah. Is there a second episode of, a, of unscripted? Which is going to be no, not of unscripted. It's going to be the the finale episode. All oh, right, so which wraps everything up. Okay. Yeah. which is going to be the uh, the the Bank Holiday Monday, I think, of at the end of May. Ah, so. But it was very good. It was very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm, a, I'm a latecomer to Car Share, and I know, sorry, everyone listening, this isn't this, this country. country. But, um, well, what we're doing, we're celebrating that there is some great comedy still yeah, out I there. I mean, we're, we're both massive Peter Kay fans. We I are. Mean, I, I have been since he started. That, that Peter Kay thing. and Phoenix uh, Nights. I still think Ranks is one of my all-time favourite Yeah, sitcoms. I do think it, with me, when he went and did the whole um, Geraldine, oh, no. I think that was a little bit up his own ass kind of stuff. Um, but I was very late coming to Car Share. I was really late. I didn't. I think I started watching it when the second series came out. Oh, really? Yeah, I was really late to it because I didn't know what it was. I didn't realise it's like anything that's on terrestrial TV now. I get lost. I got, I got no, no, same right. as like what's in the charts. I've got no idea because I don't watch terrestrial TV anymore. That's the problem. Everything's so on demand, isn't it now? But it's a great time for comedy. It was still is. It is, and yet still you got a new partridge coming. Still. Big Bang Theory and Mrs. Brown's Boys is still out there. I thought I thought Big Bang Theory is finishing. I don't no, watch those. No, no, no. I don't watch those shows. But it's still no. But you've got to take the rough with the smooth. You have, and I've got nothing against people that like those things. No, but this, it's just it's not obviously for me. popular, isn't it? it I mean, is how many millions of people watch Mrs. Brown's Boys? I know the Big Bang Theory sells all sorts of merch, and people seem to love it. You know, crazy. But it's a great time for comedies and. Likewise, give BBC Three a shout out. I mean, they seem to be investing in a lot of new comedy. Um, and they've had some good, good stuff. As they well. have, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. They really are doing some investing in some great new talent. And likewise with Charlie and Daisy. So the world is their oyster now. Indeed, indeed. Um, so yes, um, one thing just to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping. Uh, unfortunately, the live show at the end of May is now officially sold out. <gasps> you what? It's officially sold out, which is uh, is wonderful news. It um, is fantastic. Thank news. you to everybody that has bought tickets. Um, it's anybody be... that hasn't bought tickets and are interested. If you really do want another show and there is interest for another show, do please let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. Email us. WTAF. Uh, this country at hotmail.com. Um, we've said that we will, we will quite gladly go and take the show anywhere. Yeah. If as long as we know that we can have a theater that is going to be full, full so that it's not going to cost us anything. Um, we'll gladly take the show anywhere and let as many, this country fans, uh, come and have some fun with us. We've got lots and lots and lots of stuff planned. We're hoping fingers crossed, um, that it will be not next week, so I'm not sure exactly how it works. I don't want to say when it's going to be or whatever, but we're going to take the audio and make a podcast. I burped then. I'm yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Regurgitation. <laughs> um, so you may be able to hear some bits um, on the podcast feed of the show. Um, all going well. All going well. So we may may be able to do that as a little special thing for all of you listening. Uh, but from next week, we are going to start recapping Series 2. 
Yeah. Starting with episode one, random acts of kindness. So if you have your favorite moments, uh, email us WTAF this country at hotmail.com. And uh, you might get a shout out if you want to do that for that. What else? Oh, come and uh, subscribe to the podcast. That's the best thing that can you can do for us uh, because it gets everybody, uh, more people listening to the show, more people can find out about it. It might get it back into the top 200. I, I've noticed over the last few weeks how many brand new podcasts are coming out. You had Westworld just started, so you've got a slew of Westworld, Westworld yeah. recap shows. There's, there's, It just seems so many and we've and we've been squeezed out of the top 200 for the last week or so well, we, we keep popping in yeah we, we pop into like number 50 or i think number 28 and something like that and then we pop back out again um just to be in there is amazing yeah absolutely for us um so if you can subscribe just go to itunes um whack in wtaf on the search and you'll find us there subscribe leave us a lovely review that'd be wonderful it'll get more people uh, to see the podcast and to get their eyes on it, and then hopefully they can listen to it as well. Right. And uh, come to um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WTAF This Country. Come and uh, join in the party there. We've got loads of different things going on there. And also Patreon. You can come and uh, help out financially because it. Uh, we don't make any money out of this, but we do um, have to try and get a little bit of money to pay for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And, we um, give it for free, but unfortunately, it's not free for us to give. No, it isn't. And um, if you want to help us out, just go to patreon.com forward slash WTAF. And we have a load of different, um, what's the word, rewards that you can uh, get yourself for as little as a uh, dollar a month. A dollar a month or $2 or $5. It's entirely up to you. It's in dollars because it's an American site. Um, but if you want to help us out, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash W-T-A-F. Fantastic. And if you want to see any of our other podcasts, do please jolly on over to pancast.co.uk. Indeed. We've also got a load of merch that we um, did put a picture out on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, it's not available to uh, to the general public yet. The people that are coming to our live show are going to get first dibs on the stuff. Uh, but once it's um, we've done that, we will start putting it out for people to be able to get a chance to uh, uh, get their, their dirty mitts on our T-shirts. Basically and, what's left. Yeah. Well, <laughs> If anything. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be lovely. T-shirts, mugs, and uh, what else is it? Posters we've got. And we will also have on the live show some fantastic posters from the poster et guys yeah uh, and also some badges from the artful artful badger badger yeah oh, yeah sorry if i got your name it's, i know it's at badger artful on uh, it's been hot we're melting Twitter. we are melting we are melting um and we've been going for way longer than i thought we were going to go oh, for, really? a, for, for three for a, a, a pop, three minute a three minute thing we've gone for like nearly, nearly 37 38 minutes so that's good all right have you got anything else you want to say neil no i think that's it tonight that's it that's it ready for the, uh next week's episode one of series two wonderful so i'm gonna go and tie you up and uh i'm gonna go and get, i'm gonna have 20 quids worth i think oh nice Plum me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that just sounds wrong now, doesn't it? It would be all right if you was actually reacting. So hang on, let's do it again. Ready? Right. Ow. Ow. <laughs> it's a delayed reaction, you see. Can you just, can you like, like 
change it up. Do a few oofs. Okay, okay, let's try uh, it again. This, this is right. the action. This you ready? Is the action. Go on in. Right. Ow. Oof. <laughs> Kumbaya. <laughs> Go get plumbed, you fuckers. <laughs> Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? How's this ball bag? Oh, uh, I've just turned black and dropped off, I think. Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.